When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. know me you love me here with marnie kenros you know her you love her you love the show and you better love the show today because we're in my bedroom Ooh. this time uh and we have trip with us and trip's our voice of man we haven't had a voice of man in a long time but trip has been on the show before yeah you and now he's definitely a voice of man he's like in the bedroom with us yeah it's pretty sexy <laughs> yeah. that's hot yes. many would kill to be in your space i'm so happy right to be here I know. And my emails come through and ding it. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're here. Trip and I had lunch plans and then um I realized we were recording today because we switched it up because Tuesday's oh, yeah. recording didn't work so well. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, why don't we just change lunch? I mean I'll still feed you if you want. Thank you. We're gonna have um, lunch here. I'm yeah, so we're gonna go for lunch okay. down the street. You know I don't do things that yeah. are further <laughs> away from me, like having to drive to Hollywood or something. So I'll give you some strawberries after we do Thank this podcast. You. But anyway, so Trip came to be on the podcast today. Because there's a topic that I want to discuss, which we, we kind of lightly touch on quite often on the show, but we never really dive deep into it. Mm-hmm. And I really think that you're the right person to talk to about Great. this. Because not you're not a douchebag. Oh, thank you. Well, well, we'll see. I love not You are wearing jeans but you're with not. rips in them. So. I have jeans with rips in it. It's fine. Yeah, but you're a girl. And he's homeless. It's totally That's true. Fine. I am homeless. That's true. He's yeah. allowed to have rip, uh, so rip jeans. So it goes with the... Yeah, no, I don't, like I don't authentic rip jeans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's from trying to, like, sleep on the ground. All right, exactly. Teaching guys to be genuine. So... Right. There you go. But that's the whole thing. So the topic that I wanted to talk about today was about playfully teasing Mm. and challenging women, which for some guys is very difficult yes, uh, and very confusing. And I've seen you do a lot of videos on this. I've seen you have talks about this. So I know Mm -hmm. you're the right person to talk to Mm -hmm. about this. But again, you're not a douchebag. And that's that's the important piece here because the guys who are listening to our show... They're not douchebags either. They're great, awesome, wonderful guys. Good. And you are as well, but you still get a lot of women. And you are you don't treat them poorly, which yeah. I really respect and like. Thank you. So I want I wanted to read something um, that is an article I found on Playfully Teasing. But I, I would like to hear, first off, your thoughts on Playfully Teasing and why it's important to do when interacting with women you're attracted sure. to. Sure. Well, one thing I know, and we're talking about the idea of being a douchebag versus not yeah. being a douchebag, is that teasing is something you should tread very lightly on because you could over tease or you could do what a lot of the pickup artists say, like neg. And so that gets very confusing. It's like, well, what is a tease? Are you putting her down? Are you making fun of her? Are you trying to do the thing that the pickup artists do, which is lower her status? See that I want to stay away from. I've actually, I'll tell you a quick story. When I was first learning how to meet girls, I learned this thing about negging and how you kind of put them down and you make fun of them. So I was out at a bar one time and I was talking to this girl, beautiful girl, and she was a little bit taller than me. And the conversation was going really well. And halfway through, I was like, oh, you know what? I should do that thing where like you neg them and then they'll kind of like you more. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I'm like cringing inside as I'm saying this, (laughs) but people have to know this. 
So I, for whatever reason, said, you know what? You're so tall, like Big Bird. <gasps> I, I you just, just guessed it. it. I just said, did you call her Big Bird oh. or something? Oh, That's I didn't hear you, you said. You guessed that. it. That's... <gasps> Wait, no, I swear. True story. Right? Oh yeah, I called like her Big, Big Bird. Bird. I know. I'm like, oh, Big I'm Bird. Cringing. Big it's Bird so doesn't bad. even want to be called Big Bird. Right. Like, that's how right. bad that is. <laughs> so bad. Horrible. So she, all of a sudden, her face, I wish I, people could see this, but her face just drops. And she's like... I mean, you made her beak open. Right. Her beak open. And she's like... Like she, her face was like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" Yeah. And she goes, "But she literally goes, what?" And I'm like, "I, I'm sorry, I don't know." And she's like, "Okay, you're a dick," and then just walked away. Good for and, her, yeah, good for her. I was like, I sat there, I was like, "All right, this is a big." Like I couldn't even go on with the rest of my What's night. What's the I name had to of the Sesame Street character? No, who the Oscar garbage? The Oscar, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, then you should have called her Oscar the Grouch. You're like, you know what? Never mind. You're well, Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go so, go yeah. back to your garbage can. Oh, it was just, it was terrible. So that taught me a big lesson that night. Um, never yeah, even don't. come close right. to making fun of a girl. I'm like, how are the other people doing this? I'm like, I hear about this all the time. It's working for them. What's going on? Yeah. So I stayed away from it. But then I came back to the point where I was like, okay. There is kind of a way to do this, which is not by making fun of them, but playfully joking with them yes. and not commenting on their appearance or anything that they're doing, yeah, but just in a way that. not being too agreeable or just kind of... I had a good a good moment actually sure. earlier today. Um, someone wrote me on on uh, Tinder and they were like, where do you or where are you from? K Town, and it was so random, and that means Koreatown for people listening in Los who aren't familiar with Los Angeles. And I'm like, why would the dude just I'm not guess I'm from Angeles. Koreatown? So I just go, yes, I'm very Korean. And then, he, and I had no idea how he would respond. And and then he said something like, I'm great at guessing nationalities, um, but too bad what you guys did to that kid. He was jailed in North Korea for a while. So like we started kidding back and forth about right. the Korea thing. And right. then I was like, where are you from? Nigeria? Because he was like the whitest man of all time. So we started having this back and forth about, and he's like, no, I'm not Chad. Right. Well, no, and then <laughs> I was like, as long as your name isn't Chad. So right. it's like, you're not directly making fun of the person. You're playing around with the conversation. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really good way what, of looking the way at you do it. Play is. around with the conversation yeah. as opposed to putting some. Right. Yeah, because I wasn't like, you're so white. What are you from, Whiteyville, McWhite? Right. You know, like, I, of course, I have to make, bring in Africa to the thing, but like, you right. know, I just, it's you, you and play. Then you can you say, my journey, yeah. I just please don't scam me. You right, exactly. Yeah, don't so send stuff, me any emails. Exactly. So you're not making fun of them at all. Right. It's, it's tough. It's tough because you got to be careful. Around it. I get it. Like, it, you could. You just got to be careful with stereotypes, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't want to say anything about the person's nationality. I know some people kind of do that as a joke. I might do that to a yeah. friend of mine. Yeah. I've had that before where I'm talking to a guy who's not Jewish, and he does make, like, a Ooh. Jewish girl joke. What would he say? Something mm. about, like, maybe like blowjobs or, like, like yeah. girl, I don't even remember or what it was. Yeah, or being Jappy. Some things like that's, that. That's okay. But I didn't for the record, it. people listening, they don't know what Jap is. It's Jewish American, American princess. princess. But yeah. I I I don't even like that stuff coming from other Jewish guys, let alone okay. somebody well, it's who's a not little Jewish. Yeah. It's like, not I, that yeah, it's like come on, be funny. That's yeah. not funny. Yeah, it's it's not like even... a joke five other guys can make. So right. it's not that original. Or joke. something with something with money or whatever. Just you gotta, yes, you exactly. gotta, you gotta be careful. Exactly. But you're my friend, you're allowed to say those things. 
You're in the club already. I well, I, I wanted to, unless you have something else to say about it. Um, I want to read something first yeah, no, and go have for you it. guys comment. Sure. Because I just thought that this person, it's a website, how to have sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot org. Dot, com, dot, org, dot no. gov. Oh, dot edu. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Oh, who's the author um, of this website? Yeah. I actually have no idea who it is. Um, but I liked what he was saying, and it wasn't like douchey. Anyway, so I, it's... It, I'm going to read the article, okay? So he said, there's an easy way to turn women on that has worked on every girl I've met, and even today I'm surprised of how effective it is. It's almost too easy. Have you guessed what I'm talking about? Yes, that's right. Playful teasing. Playful teasing is for some... You know, I really like this website because their font is so large. (laughs) That's that's the main reason. The other ones, they like popped up too small. I was like, fuck this, I'm not reading it. Playful teasing is for some reason irresistible to women. When you use it, they just start to giggle instantly. If you don't use playful teasing when you pick up women or when you're on a date, then you're making things unnecessarily difficult for yourself. But what is playful teasing and why does it turn women on? In this article, I'll explain it to you and I'll give you several examples you can try out for yourself. So what is playful teasing? Playful teasing is what you use every time you create some kind of tension or resistance between you and a woman. And you do it in a good-hearted way or else you're just a bully, which is what you were talking about before. Because that's a bully thing to like insult somebody's looks. Playfully teasing is the main thing that separates nice guys and bad boys. Nice guys don't tease women. They're afraid to create tension or disagreement. Bad boys, however, love tension. And I like how, how mm-hmm. they're talking about the teasing to tension. That, mm-hmm. that is what you want to create, not right. like an uh, yeah. aggravated, argumentative tension, right. which sometimes can be okay. But you want that tension there that she's not going to know what you're going to say next or that she doesn't feel like you're walking on eggshells around her and trying to appease right. her. Right. And also, I just feel that a lot of beautiful women are very used to guys who are maybe talking to them, hitting yes. on them, and being very... Agreeable, agreeable and, and nice and complimentary. Nice and say, oh, I like that too. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. And so when a guy comes in and has his own opinions and his own thoughts, or it can knock hers a little bit, right? And say, hey, no, I don't like that. That's yeah. one of my favorite techniques. Or that's what you like, think. That's interesting. yeah. Like, oh, you like that? Like that stuff sucks. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like, I hate sushi. Or no, I, I hate the bears. Or whatever. Just saying to her that you don't like something yeah. and showing her, oh. Well, this I, guy has his own I opinions. swear to God, I swiped right on someone like yesterday because they were wearing a New England Patriots jersey, and I hate the Patriots. And I thought that that would be, yeah, I thought it was cute, but I thought him hating or him loving the team that I hate the most would create like tension, yes, and, like sort fun. Of, oh, so you actually actively win after the tension? That's good. yeah, that's showing yeah. that women are looking for that type of right of thing. So, but, why, so I want to ask you girls. So, why is that? What does that do for you when you when you feel that tension? When I because it's not a bad. Tension. It's like an adult version of flirting or something, right? You know, it's like when you're little, it, you pull the girl's braids. Yeah, it's kind of like the adult version of that. Yeah, but you're asking why do we like it so much? Why yeah. is it so interesting? I don't know. to be honest. You you nailed it on the head when you said most guys are very agreeable, but it shows you something about that man. It shows you that he can be a leader. It shows you that he. Um, values himself and his own opinions, not to suddenly shift it because I think something. It shows that I can be led in a certain direction with that man and have him be in charge. And he's not going to bend backwards if we come up against uh, crime or somebody taking advantage of us. It's showing that this person has a backbone, which is something I find and most women do on a biological level, evolutionary level, 
extremely attractive. Right. So basically, at the end of the day, we're saying that if a guy is too agreeable or he doesn't show his own opinions, really, it's showing a sign of weakness. Yeah, he's going to be like killed first if you go out and hunt lions. Like, right. there's no way he's going to be able to protect right. me and my family. Right. I, I know that on some level. And this is the new jungle that we're navigating through. And some guy who can stand up to other people whether it be me or another beautiful girl or somebody in a boardroom or some guy that's taking advantage of us, that's extremely valuable to myself and to other women. So right. it's very, very sexy. I want to continue reading this. Yeah. Um, play, but I like that you're asking this question. I can tell you host a podcast. Um, <laughs> playful teasing is the main thing that separates nice guys and bad boys. Oh, sorry. Uh, bad boys, however, love tension. And that's one of the reasons why women are drawn to bad boys. Let's look at a couple of examples. I like this because it had examples. Okay. Example one, criticism. Which I don't like that I use that word. But anyway, criticism. Let's say a girl talks about her favorite movie and she says something like this. I love Pretty Woman. It's my favorite movie. A typical nice guy won't disagree or even question her dubious taste in movies, which is exactly what Tripp said. He will rather give her a compliment. Maybe he'll say something like this. Yes, that's a good movie. I love the scene where... <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. He's afraid of any tension. He would even lie to avoid it. But a bad boy uses this opportunity to use playful teasing. He might say, pretty woman, really? You're such a girl. Which I think is kind of like, it's fun. For the right girl, that's fun. And he's such says, a prostitute. <laughs> he says it in a good-hearted way. It's nothing mean about it. He's just making fun of her taste in movies. Example number two, the lucky one. When you have sex with a woman, which one of you is the lucky one? A typical nice guy thinks he's the lucky one, but a bad boy thinks the woman is lucky for having sex with him. And he uses this attitude to tease her. For instance, when he invites a woman home to his apartment, he might say in a playful way, even though I'm inviting you home with me, that doesn't mean you're going to get lucky tonight. A nice guy would never insinuate that a woman is thinking of sex. That would be too risky. She might get offended. He would rather play it safe. Maybe he would say something like this. Even though I'm inviting you home with me, that doesn't mean you have to stay the whole night or something like that. It's totally up to you. Are you starting to see what playful teasing is all about? Playful teasing is about creating tension, good-hearted tension. The word teasing can be a little restrictive, though. It can be any form of tension or resistance used in a playful way. Here are some examples. Play fighting, thumb wrestling, tickling, <laughs> ass spanking, hair pulling, nipple squeezing, humiliation. I love a good thumb wrestle. Uh, listen, I do too. Ba I don't know about and humiliation. I, I don't know about that one. Uh, bantering. Any stupid thing you did to girls, this is what you were saying, mm -hmm. when you were a fifth grader works now as well, as long as you do it in a good-hearted way. It doesn't matter if you're in your 50s or older and the woman's age is irrelevant as well. Playful teasing or playful tension will always work at any age. It will always turn women on. And with beautiful women, it's even more effective. This is what Tripp was saying. Good-looking women are used to guys who look up to them, and you can't build any form of playful tension when you look up to someone. When you're one of the few guys who make fun of a beautiful woman, she will be instantly attracted to you. Because it triggers And it was her... in quotes, the make fun of part. Right, yes. Because you don't call her Big Bird. You right. do not call her Big Bird. No. But it triggers her primal brain. It's like a, huh? Okay, you're saying something different. You're not like every other guy who's walking up to me telling me that I'm beautiful and the funniest girl you've ever met. Now, let's look at why you should tease women and why you should create this tension. Anyway, well, I can read. Do you want me to read this part? Sure. The why you should tease women? Even though playful teasing is a fun way to interact with women, it has two beneficial side effects. Teasing sends all the right signals. Teasing turns women on. Teasing, sending all the right signals. When you tease a woman, you send her all the right signals. These signals are especially important when you're picking up a woman. Here are the most important signals you send a woman when you're teasing. 
you like her, you find her attractive, you're interested in her in a sexual way, you're confident, you're comfortable with women, you know what women want, you do what you want to do, you're fun to be with, you don't take life too seriously, you don't look up to women, you see them as equals. Number two, teasing turns women on. In the article, another article he wrote, um, I explained that there are two basic ways to turn a woman on, using your masculinity, and number two is make sure the woman feels something. Oh, I feel like you stole that from me. When you use playful teasing, you do both of these at the same time. Creating resistance or tension is a typical masculine thing to do. You have to use your masculine qualities like courage and assertiveness and physical strength if you choose play fighting or tickling or thumb wrestling. And when you tease the woman, will definitely feel something. The feeling of having fun is the most important one using playful teasing. That's why playful teasing is the fastest and easiest way to turn a woman on. She will both be sexually attracted to your masculinity and she'll be having fun. Make it easy for yourself. The next time you're with a woman you're attracted to, use some playful teasing. I wonder how many more times he could say the word teasing. <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, that's good keywords. That's <laughs> pretty... that is good. I mean, I think yeah. he kind of nailed it. I mean, I, I really don't disagree with, with anything he said there. One thing that sticks out to me, he said fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that it does. It just yeah. makes the conversation fun. Because other than that, you're just having a conversation. It's so monotonous. Oh, you're exchanging, like, feel something, right? To make her feel something. Yeah. When you're not really feeling much if you're just exchanging information. So right. if you joke around or you tease or you make things light, it's like, it just makes things more interesting. It's well, different it than any other conversation. Well, it also feels like you're not at a job interview or with, you know, in a formal setting. For, well, formal settings are so restrictive right. and yeah. they close you off emotionally. Yes. So right. if it's the less formal it is, the better. Well, yeah. that's the thing. So we, we get asked the question all the time. I get asked the question. I'm sure that's why this podcast well. is so good. Cause we're so not formal, right? Now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so not formal. We're both hideous and <laughs> yeah. in my dirty, disgusting bedroom. Oh my God. Um, no, actually, it's kind of clean. It's right an amazing bedroom. I don't know what you mean. Thank you. I'm my princess bed. Oh, it's the I best bed. Onto. Yes, I love it. I literally <laughs> hate my life. Well, it's not. You can sleep over here whenever Thanks. you want. Um, so, but like a lot of guys write in or even guys I coach, and I'm sure guys that you coach as well, saying, I went on a date with a girl. We had a good time. There's a lot of things in common. She laughed at my jokes, but then afterwards she didn't want to see me again. And typically like my responses, I'm sure you have a similar response was that there, she didn't feel anything yeah. that would make her want to see you again. You had a nice, pleasant time. And I'm sure you would be great best friends who would go shoe shopping together. Right. And like, you can help her with her other guy problems, but you didn't show her anything that created that sexual chemistry. She didn't get a chance to see any chemistry because you were restricting yourself in right. some way. And I do usually advise to tease and challenge. And that's the missing piece for a lot of guys is that they're holding back so much of themselves. And this may not even be a part of who they are, but, but in general, they are, um, self-editing themselves a little bit on that date to present the best version of themselves that they forget to present anything that makes them different than anybody else that causes her to feel something about them. And then they don't have a second opportunity afterwards because she didn't feel anything about them. It's just tough because it's counterintuitive. We've been taught all of our life to make things pleasant. We don't, you know, don't make fun of people. Don't be mean to people. Don't challenge, you know, go through life and make sure everything is nice and smooth. So we think in our brains as guys, oh, well, we want to do that for women. Why would a woman ever want us to say anything at all that's going to be remotely mean or disagree with her? You want to get someone to like you, you have to have all the same things in common. You have to see everything the same way. So it's like not the guy's fault that we do this, but now we're telling them no. That's not the right way to do it. It's difficult. Exactly. You know, you have to challenge things. You have to kind of 
change things up a little bit. And that's what creates that tension. And that's what a woman wants. She's attracted to that challenge. She's also attracted to what she can't have. So the second you throw a tease out there or challenge her, she's like, wait a minute. You don't like me? Yeah. Like what's going on? (laughs) Well, perfect example. I mentioned this guy, I think maybe a couple podcasts ago, I went out with a guy. He was a little bit like, he was really attractive. I was very, I thought he was super cute. He was really funny. But it was like he was that kind of agreeable whatever person. And then afterward, he hasn't really shown me that much attention. And so now I'm like, when is he going to ask me out again? Right. Oh, so so you're saying the opposite. Wait, I'm sorry. What were you guys just saying? I feel like I got distracted, but my point was going to be what you guys were saying. What were you, you saying Dr. when Drew I... texting on your phone while we're doing a podcast? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, Horrible. What were you guys saying when I No, he, he was... So now I, I was saying that that you go through life and you try to make everything nice and calm, but on the other end, you should really mix things up. It's a challenge hard to get. Yes, yes. But now yes? you totally... Well, no, I heard, I heard you say you're all saying, that. So you're saying... You even have no. headphones. You're the only one with headphones. You can hear what you're saying? <laughs> no, I am agreeing with what, with what he said. No, you were saying that this guy was agreeable yes, with you. Yes, and I didn't like that. And now that he's yeah. not responding so much in terms of texting... Ah, okay. You're like, what's going on? So then I we like, weren't understanding you. Yes, yes. So <laughs> okay, you should okay, have okay, the headphones. Okay. The headphones <laughs> Sorry, I spaced out there for a second. Yeah, because all of a sudden you guys looked at me weird. I'm like, wait, did I just say what I meant to say? But I did. Yeah, because in the texting now, he's been kind of like... Like, he didn't respond, and then I wrote to him. I was like, but that's not playfully teasing. That's just holding himself back. No, bit. but then he'd write back, like, teasing responses, and then mm. we'd have a little back forth, and then he would pull away, you know. And then well, there have stop. been certain times where I've I've met guys who, at at first time, seem very agreeable, and then slowly, actually, my husband is one of these people, because um, I've talked about it before. I didn't like him right away. Right. And it was because we just had nice conversation mm-hmm. at first. There was... And he's like, my husband's an asshole. Like, he is a sarcastic douchebag. Like, that's his character. Yeah. That's who he is. So he wasn't with you when you first met. He wasn't with me at all when I first met. I didn't think anything of him. And the the first couple of times that I saw him, we would have nice conversations. We'd actually talk for a really long time. This one night, we went out to a club. And this is just as a group of people. Um, And I was dancing with one of his other friends. And my husband came up to me and was dancing with me. And I was just like... I didn't feel anything for him. I wanted to go dance with his friend. And then we went to this one bar where I met up with these guys again, this group of guys, and he was one of the guys. And he was sitting on a chair. He was wearing glasses. And he just seemed like a little bit different this time, like kind of cooler this time. Maybe it was the glasses. I have no idea. And he took jabs at me, like sarcastic, Mm. playful, teasing jabs. And I loved it. And I turned to Nina, who actually was my wing girl in the very beginning. We started this, my company together. Um, and I turned to her and I said, is he attractive? <laughs> I can't, I can't tell. And she's like, are you serious? He's gorgeous. I was like, hmm, what? I didn't see that before. I literally did not see him as attractive before because I didn't feel anything about him. Plus he, he looked very different from anybody that I'd ever dated before. And I just, he wasn't on my radar for attractive. And then suddenly I found him attractive and that's when I asked for his phone number. Interesting. Yeah. Because he was, he was, jabbing at me he was playfully teasing do you remember what he said or no but i remember how it felt yeah this is dang 13 years ago and i i i just know how i felt and how i felt was i was inclined to know more about him and get him to like me yeah and have him like me because i wasn't sure if he did but because we had had those previous experiences i knew he he enjoyed me but then when he was being playful I wasn't sure. Like it's because I was thinking, oh, he was so nice and kind before. And now he's kind of jabbing at me. Does it mean he likes me more or he doesn't like me at all? And, and these are just like little things that are going on subconsciously 
for a person. But in that moment, it, it, it just feels like leaning in. That's what I wanted to do was lean in and get to know more from him. That's why I asked for his phone number. Cause I liked how it made me feel. Do you think when it comes to relationships that a guy should still be playfully teasing or challenging? Like, what do you think is the difference between a guy doing it before he's in a relationship versus after? Oh, that's a good question. And we're going to answer I'm, that in one second. We're going to take a quick break and come back after this. Okay, we're back. So let's repeat the question that you asked because that was a really good question. Sure. So my question was, should a guy who's in a relationship continue to playfully tease and challenge and have jabs and challenges Yes. just like a guy might want to do before he gets into a relationship with someone? Yes, yes. but I think it's a little different. difference. Yeah, I think the difference is is you no longer have to win her over. So I think there could be like a vibe of he's trying too hard or something. Maybe I think think there should always be playful teasing, but there's other things that it shouldn't be coupled with. But basically what's going to happen when you're in a relationship is you're going to be with her when she has her period and when she might be in a bad mood or when she's hungry. And so you kind of have to know when the playful teasing is appropriate. Cause I know in my relation, my old relationship that would happen where he would be teasing me and I just was not in the mood. Yeah, I think you're right. There there are times to, to tiptoe where certain types of teasing are not appropriate. And actually, my husband marks on his calendar when I'm going to be getting my periods. Oh my I mean, he knows. Like, from after 13 years, he knows. He's like, okay, this is when not to And be extremely mine. nice. Yes, Tread exactly. very lightly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that if you do see that a woman isn't responding to playful teasing during a certain time when you are in a relationship, you can just combat that by going in and giving her a hug as opposed to getting mad. Yeah. I feel like at that point, I think you can let go of the bad boy image. You want to still maintain the fact that you could win in a fight with a lion with your girlfriend, but you don't have to prove that constantly. So if she's doesn't need the teasing and she needs a hug, you go in for the hug or you go in for the conversation or whatever she needs. I agree. I, I will say that it's really important to always maintain playful teasing because I think that's one of the first things that leaves a relationship and, it co- and, and vice versa for men, but it, it causes a lot of women to not feel as feminine, especially when you start throwing kids into the mix. I, I talked about this on the episode from a couple of weeks ago with Scott McKay. Um, and that when you, when you get really comfortable with somebody and you have children, a lot of that sexiness goes away either from laziness, from day-to-day life, whatever it is, from tension between the two of you, that's not good tension. I, there's a whole bunch of different reasons why it happens. Um, but when that playfulness goes away and that flirting's gone, everything else gets really heightened and that's what your relationship becomes is the tension and the comfortable level. And it's not fun, it's not sexy, and it doesn't help anybody feel anything right. towards you. Um, and vice versa, the woman has to do things to help the man feel sexy as well. But that is one wonderful way that can quickly reignite any relationship, whether it's 20 years in or it's two years in or two dates in it's injecting playful teasing. I know couples who are in their seventies who I, I see the husband take a jab at his wife all the time. I don't know why I keep calling it take a jab, but that's, that's well, how I is. see it. And I love it. You can yeah. see her smile. You can see her glow. But and at that what, point, 70 years old, he's actually jabbing. Like, he's like, stop, woman. Please, right. Please please die. Die. And she's like, what? I can't hear you. Please I can't please hear please you. Die. End this now. It's been a long She's going on her all timers thinking like yeah. he's saying something he's not really. But, 50 uh, years, maybe. But I, I think that that is an, an important thing the entire 
way through for yeah. every part of a relationship. How would a guy, how would you do that if you were in a relationship and you had to continue doing that or, and you were continuing to doing that? I think, well, one thing, I mean, I guess this is sort of related to teasing, but I would challenge. I know that's not a tease. I no, but let's talk about, about challenging because that's one of the things I wanted to do. I definitely well. not challenge my girlfriend or wife on her period. Right. right? Okay. I would stay away from that completely. But I think that even in a relationship, if you're still like, yes, honey, whatever you say, honey, too uh, agreeable. Like, I hate when, right? when men... They turn off. What if I talk to them and I say, well, what's the secret to a 30 marriage? And they say, just say yes to everything your wife says. I'm like, you just, I just lost my You just give me the exact direction. opposite advice of yep. what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And right? I say, if that's what you're doing, your wife hates you. Right. <laughs> right. Terrible. Yeah. And so... But, but is it really? That yes. is, is it really bad to do? To well, be agreeable, I mean, well, to be when you're when yes. you're forty well, years into a marriage. Hopefully, I mean, most I'm, of the I'm time picturing... you're agreeable. Otherwise, it's just what you're arguing right. the whole time. So I'm just picturing There's my parents, and it's like, God, if my dad wasn't agreeable, they the like their world would implode. You know, right. like so. I mean, you have well, to, agreeable to on sense. some. Things Let's go seventy-five, twenty-five. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. Agreeable most of the time, but every once in a while, like chime in, say your opinion, say yes, what you want to do. You know what? Tonight, I I don't want to do this. You know, I want to go out. I want to do something fun. No, come on, let's go. Like challenge her, get her up. Let's be fun spontaneous or even in normal conversation you're talking about politics like you don't have to agree on that stuff well can you tell me a little bit more about what it means to challenge because i throw that word out as well and a lot of guys come back to me saying what does that mean how do i do it well i mean without being a dick it's well yeah there's a way to do it right so i guess when i hear challenge i hear your well there's a couple ways one agreeable versus not agreeing, right? Disagreeable. Right. So you guys are talking, and so you don't have to agree with everything she says. But don't do it in an aggressive way. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And you shouldn't do it in an aggressive way, whether you're in a relationship or right. not in a relationship. You know, you can politely disagree with something. You know, you, you, I wouldn't yeah, say you're like... You're a fucking idiot. I totally disagree with you. Right. Say, but I really like you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't have to call them out on it. You're like, well, right. you know what? I don't really agree with that, I think. Or you don't have to say that. You can just say, well, I think this. Yeah. And say it in a nice way. And let's not jab at them in terms of whatever their opinions are. It's basically not disrespecting the fact that they have an opinion as well. Good point. I think that that's a good theme for all of this. Mm -hmm. Whether you're in a relationship or not, you don't be disrespectful. And none of this is disrespectful. Calling a girl Big Bird is disrespectful. Right? Or Depending you... on what she looked like, it could have been totally flattering. Right. That's true. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I've always wanted to be a blonde. Right. And throw mics around. And Betty down. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's one way of challenging. Um, another thing is, and this is purely relationship stuff, but challenging in a way where you're trying to make her a better person. Now, this is very tough. I actually love your opinions on this, too. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to talk to your girlfriend or significant other about a way to help them with something that you might see they're doing wrong. I'm trying to think of an example right now. But... I have a lot of guys who write in who say, you know, I'm in a 15-year relationship. My wife's put on a few pounds. Ooh, that's, that's, see, there you go. that's a very, How yeah. do I talk to her about that? What is the proper way to tell your girlfriend that she's gained a couple pounds? I feel like there's no way There is here. no proper way to say it, but I will say I, I'm someone who comes from a past of, like, disordered eating, So for me, I want to hear the reality about my body, even if it does sting me in some way. Um, and I would That's rare. Most women, I don't know if would ever want to hear that. So I will say that that is rare, but I will say for most women, if they have gained a few pounds, the first thing that you can do is try to take action together where you're saying, you know what? I've gained a few pounds and I think we together can get into better shape and better health. I think, you know, we looked freaking awesome before you still look 
amazing. You're super sexy and you rock my world. But I think we need for our health and for our future, for our family, let's go start doing exercise. And every single week you go for a hike. Every single week you do something active every single week. And if it still isn't kicking in for her, I think that you can say something. I am a bit concerned because typically if there is a weight gain, there's other things going on as well. Sure. Um, because I know that you've been a little bit more stressed lately and that some other things are taking a sideline. And I really want, I really want to take care of you. How can we help you do get more time for yourself so you can go get your nails done, go to the gym, like you can work it in casually that way. And if that still doesn't work, then you can say, listen, I love you, but you, you are, you're, you're gaining weight a little bit differently than you were in the past is something going on. I, I don't want to highlight the fact that you're getting saddle bags are driving you crazy. <laughs> but you can, you, you can say. say, you can take like different steps. Yeah. Like for me, I just call my husband fat. So, and, but cause he knows that he, he can, can he can take it. Yeah, even though your it husband still does sting it. him. And also it's like, I think it's, you can call someone like your husband fat because he'll never be like a fat blob. Right. He's a tall man with like a big build. And so you can kind of be like, you can grab like a little chub and he's still got a nice physique. Right. But if you have like a dude who is actually, or a woman who actually has like of that shape. Like, you know, like, I would never fat. like grab your wife's like yeah. lard and say like, Hey, like no, we got to go to the gym. One but you can say ex- it from a sweet place and just yeah. say, listen, I know you might get mad at me for saying this, but this is what's going on. And he, he can also be truthful and say, not that it, not that it turns me off. I would never say that, but just say like it, it concerns me. Um, and I want both of us to be healthy and to be honest, you know, same way that when I gain a little bit of weight, it's not for great reasons that I'm gaining weight. It doesn't look so great. You still look amazing. I still love you. I still think you're beautiful. I still want to have sex with you. Um, But I think that together we should work on this. So in the same period when you're trying to convey verbally to your significant other that she's gained a few pounds. She's a fatty. She's a fatty. She's got some saddlebags. I would wonder if during this whole time you're still showing her that you're attracted to her and love her. So, you know, what I'm saying is it would be pretty bad. Well, yeah, it's like, it would be bad if you walk with each other. Like, look, I still, you're fat, fat, but look at how hard I'm still turned on. I mean, that would work too. (laughs) I'm just saying like, if you don't have sex with your wife for like three weeks and then you bring up this conversation, yes, that would be absolutely horrible. Terrible. Right. She's going to be like, no, but we haven't even made love even more. Right. So, and then, you can have like almost a little bit of an arsenal to help yeah. you kind of defend. Like if she's like, Oh my God, like what, what? And like, no, like, you know, I'm still attracted to you. Like we had amazing sex the other night and everything's still good. I'm just, you know, concerned about health issues or yeah. whatever it is. You know what I mean? So I just feel like. <laughs> That's such bullshit. Concerned about health issues. No, but it is no, a kind no, of way. No, but like, true. no, if a girl gains like 15 pounds and is still like healthy, but she's, She's not on the verge of diabetes, and you're like, well, I'm really concerned about your health. Well, okay. A, no, but there, a couple there, of pounds is, is BS. Like, you're not going to have But I don't think I would mention to I mean, my she, girlfriend right. she gained a couple of pounds. No, but in a few but months, she gained if she 20 got, pounds, yeah. that is a health. It's like, wait, is this going to keep going? Like, are you okay? Like, you yeah. just gained a lot of weight. She's going to claws fast. by the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be horrible. Oh. <laughs> you don't want that. That's the truth. Yeah. And the thing is, is that a lot of times, listen, there, there are other things going on for people when they gain 
a large amount of weight in a short period of time, or even over two years, and they're continuously gaining weight, they're not taking care of themselves. There is, there are other things going on. Either there's lack of time for exercise, there's lack of motivation, there's stress levels, whatever it is. So it is the about quality together. Of your life is probably not great, right? Exactly. Something else is going on. Like so, for my husband, he he has been gaining a lot of weight recently, but we've also had one of the most stressful years of our life. We've had a new child, we bought a new house. He's you know his career is doing really well, and he's super busy and he hasn't had time to work out. I mean, he's bought lots of machines for his office to work out, but yet he hasn't used them. But, and so, but he's down on himself and he actually came to me and said, like, I'm really down. Like, this is the heaviest I've ever been. And I said, and this is what I I think I would have would like in return, even if it, if I wasn't saying it to my husband or my boyfriend, um, I said to him, okay, so let's figure out how to give you time so that you can focus on you working out. So in the mornings, I can take the kids or in the afternoons, if you need a specific time every single week, we can do that. And again, you know, Kristen hates all this unsexy scheduling (laughs) that I do in my marriage, but that is, that is a part of working together. You're working in a corporation. You got to figure out how to have weekly meetings and, and do all the stuff that isn't so sexy, but actually helps you guys leave room for playful teasing and for fun and for, for sex and uh, romantic stuff. If you can clear all that other crap off the table, then there's a lot more room for playing around with each other and enjoying. I just each see other. Marnie having like sex scheduled on the calendar. Like, okay, yeah, they want to see my calendar. It's actually. Oh no, no I'm just joking. I'm joking. Although, oh, wow, very type A of you. I know, very. But no, so actually, we tried to have sex yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> it wasn't on the calendar, so it threw me for a loop. So threw you for a loop. But my kids were out of the house, and we both work from home. And I said, oh, "Do you want to have sex now?" And he's like, "I've called in 15 minutes. Let me reschedule it." Oh, my God. <laughs> so we ran outside, and then. And as he ran outside to reschedule his call, our kids, like, the stroll was kind of rolling yeah. down. We're like, screw you! Why don't you stay out? So anyway. this is what I have to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Oh, anyway, so maybe scheduling sex would help, because mm-hmm. had he known, he would have come in 20 minutes earlier, yeah, and the we call could have, would have had sex. Been yeah. Exactly. So... Nothing wrong with scheduling. There you go. An orgasm still feels the same. Yes. <laughs> Schedule thirty on a Tuesday afternoon <laughs> compared After to delight. Still fun. exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. But I want to hear more about the challenging because, let's say a guy is on a first date. How does he challenge a woman with stating his opinion but not come off as an arrogant asshole? Because I know we talked about respect, but yeah. I'd like to hear an example from you because you you're both in the dating world right now, although you are getting into a relationship, but in a relationship, in, in a relationship, I, don't, yes. I didn't know where you were at. Um, but so how, how do you challenge in those beginning stages? Again, I think it just comes down to the agreeing versus disagreeing and doing it in a respectful way. For example, if you guys were, you've done it continuously. On yeah. I'm trying to think of like a specific, so like, okay, like, let's do it right now. Like a topic. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I don't think Trump's that bad. Like that's interesting. Why do you think that? Don't I don't separate our audience right now. With okay. Your okay. No, 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 no. Let's not go. I'm politics. not. No, I'm not. No, I'm trying to do. I'm like I hear people clicking off. No, I'm not saying I'm. I'd like that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get. I gotta I'm run. Joking. Thank you very much. Y'all, I was trying to give a super easy example of like I'm someone joking. just jumping in and being like. Oh really? Like why? And not doing it in a disrespectful way. Oh, I'm not that's saying actually good. What why? Like I want to understand yeah. one or another. And so Trump, I'm just saying. Very it's like so. Let's example. look at the the like micro things that are happening here. Is like I'm saying it, and I'm kind of like it is a challenge, and I'm like interesting. Why? Obviously, if you can read body language properly, you know that that's me being like, huh. Right. I'm not so into that because if you said what was the what was the line? Trump's I not said, that bad. She said I love Trump. Right? If no, I agreed, I, I love Trump. <laughs> if I agreed, I'd be like totally. 
Like, what are all these people thinking? He's amazing. I would be doing the agreeable thing. Like, hmm, interesting. Why do you think that? Instead like, of, what the hell are you talking yeah, right, about? Exactly. What are you, an idiot? Like, Trump's a moron. And so are you. I'm out of here. I think Pay why is bill. a good question. Yeah. yeah. Or a it's good just, way it's, to go it's about giving it. space to the other person. Okay, so I'll actually give a, a, an example. So my husband and I, when we first started dating, one of our first dates, we actually... The tipping. The tipping. Oh, I've talked about it before. Yeah. So we debated tipping and Ooh. he challenged me because he has an opinion on tipping. Like he could have been the nice, agreeable guy on one of our first dates and just like, okay, well, that's interesting that you think that way about tipping and then just dropped it. But he, he wanted to challenge me on like where my thoughts came from and he wanted to state his opinion. He didn't say that's stupid that you think that way or that's, he uses the word asinine. I'm going to look that up one day because I don't actually know. Oh, what, I always use the word what asinine. What is asinine? Like ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. Like okay, absurd. Got, I hate when he crazy. says asinine now, but yeah, okay, so it's crazy. Um, he didn't say those things to me, but he challenged me on what I was thinking, which. So what were you thinking? About tipping? Yeah. I'm totally into tipping, but people have to earn their tips. That's the point of tipping. I looked up the history of tipping afterwards because I, I, I used to be a server. Wow, he really challenged you. Yeah. Our next meeting. Yes, yeah, I brought I'm it the, the next time. Like, this is what it said. No, but um, I, I was a waitress. I was a hostess. I, I needed tips. Mm-hmm. And I earned my tips. I was nice to people. I, you know, tap danced. I did all of that stuff for my guests in the restaurant and that's why I earned my tip sure. but in Los Angeles people are douchebags who serve you and you and I would get mad because he would still give them 20% and 20% for me is my standard of what I do sometimes I hate that I do it because some people suck and they shouldn't be getting it but now yeah. I'm programmed in my mind that you're supposed to give it to them no matter what like it's just ta- it's just added on to the bill and my opinion is that if you do a crappy job you should not get 20% you should actually, like, usually get nothing if you did not do your job as a, as a server. It's not just bringing your food. It's adding to the experience. So you'll do 15% if they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Which is funny because that's what it used to be. I know. So now, yeah, I'm the same way. But they have to be really bad for me yes, to give they have to be really bad. Like, if they're rude to you. I'm not going to be about it. Yeah. Oh, you're saying. No, not exactly. But if they're rude to you, they sh- I shouldn't be paying people to be rude to me. I, I paid to be at the restaurant and you've ruined my experience for eating. And now I have to pay you to be a douchebag. People don't do that to me. I wish I could be paid for being horrible. Like it doesn't work though. Anyway, that's, so you, yeah, so I'm very, you, cha- I'm right. very charged by this topic, obviously. Yes. And he didn't agree with me because he's like, you should family, get 20% no matter what. Everybody, his family dishes out money. Like it's like nothing. Like if somebody opens a door for you, they hand them five bucks. I'm like, what are you doing? I could have opened the door for you. Anyway, so we have very different opinions on it. And obviously, so do both of you. Oh, well, so I just... No, just... Listen. I'm just jealous that you guys can't even go out to eat. <laughs> yeah. I'm starving. Have you seen the ripped uh, jeans? I have. He's I homeless. Have. Those are homeless. Sad. Those are really sad. He should live with you. Jeans. Well, instead of paying rent, I just keep people alive. Tip money. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm with you on that. But, but back to the point, I think, is that that... What's interesting, because that's... That's a goes to a value. So that's... Yeah. You know, when you're talking about, and that's what I think people should be talking about first dates anyways, like their right. values and what they believe in. But I think that it would be attractive to you that he has his value and he's sticking to it, even yes, if it's something that you don't necessarily agree with. Actually, that's a very Depending point. on what it is. Tipping is pretty light. If we're talking about like abortion or politics, I can go into, okay, yeah, that was we're never going to see each other again. No, I'm just joking. Right, right after tipping. No, but I think that that's really an important point that you made, which was that it is expressing a value. And... You know, it shows you whether or not you guys are a good match for each other. Yeah. And if his value was very 
against or not in line with my value, then I would be evaluating whether or not we should have been together. Yeah. You know, like that was, a, that was an area for me to see, eh, is this something that I really want to be with long-term? Do I want that? Right. But I think that the fact that he did challenge it and didn't just sort of back down and he was playfully teasing the entire time that we were having our debate about this. I enjoyed the conversation and actually got me more attracted to him. Definitely. Because he wasn't insulting me and putting me down. He was challenging me. And I, I like that. I right. think a lot of women like that as well. Yeah. 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 And again, I think you got to keep it really light. You yes. know what I mean? So one thing, so one thing I like to tell guys in terms of teasing or challenging is when you do it, you have to do it with either a, a smile or a smirk. Yeah. Because the second you don't do that, then it's it, real. It, it's real. You know what it's I mean? Aggressive. I think I smiled when I called her big bird, but that one was too mm-hmm. intense. So that you were more work. laughing at her face. Yeah. But either way, if you're not doing that, it comes off serious. So I always say like as a technique, make sure you have some sort of smirk on your face. So she knows it's a joke. So even if you do go too far, not as far as big bird, but even if you do go too far, she knows that you're just messing with her and yeah. it's, it's just light and you're just having fun. I've actually used this. Not like I do it. I don't do it. Like I'm not for, focusing on going, Oh, I have to save this on a date, but I've actually brought this up a lot to guys that I meet because I think it's a good evaluation of their value. Um, it has to do a little bit with a tipping thing, but when I go to Starbucks, my drink that I get every time is a dollar 95. And so either I can, if I pay with $2, do I leave the five cents or do I take the five cents with me? Cause is it cheaper to leave it or is it cheaper to take it? Cause it's like right. you're just tipping a dot or a nickel. And so that's actually mm-hmm. like, a fun kind of light way to actually get someone's like point of view yeah. on like giving and things like that. And I, I don't, again, I don't do it every time, but like every now and then it will pop Who in my head. cash on them? Or, well, that's the thing is that, or I just pay with my debit card right, nice. so that I don't have to worry about it at all. And that's, they always say, everyone always goes, well, just use a debit card and you have to think about it. Do you think that you use, that you challenge guys on purpose when you're on dates. Definitely. Actually, let's just take a break for a second okay. because I want to talk about this out in, in a minute. Well, we're back. And so I was asking you before, do you think that you purposely, because I know guys talk about testing all the time. Do you purposely throw a challenge out to a guy to see how he'll handle it? I do, but I don't do it um, in the way that I'm knowing that I'm doing it. You know, it's not like I'm going, okay, I'm going to challenge him now and see. It's more in the conversation. I'll, I'll either be a little like funny or I'll be a little like harsh or jokey. And that's more of my challenge to see if he can take it, but I'm never bringing up a specific topic to just challenge him. That's not my MO. I'm not there. I'm sure there are women that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like there are certain women who will bring up things like their family or their kids to see how, um, but it, I don't what do you mean like have, what do you mean having kids? Like the fact that they have kids and challenge the guy to see if he, or be- even that they want to have kids. I, yeah, I don't bring that up on the first date. I don't bring up... I like to keep Probably those a good dates idea. really light. No, very good idea. Yeah, because we actually talked about this on a couple podcasts ago where we, my friend had said, you had a question, and the guy had said, what do you not bring up on a first date? Mm-hmm. Because my friend Stephanie had that situation where she worked, she's a doctor, and so everyone wants to talk to her about healthcare, and she's got like really strong opinions, and she says it kills the first date every time because she gets really passionate about it. And so I always stay away from those, and not intentionally. That's just the type of person that I am. I don't really get passionate about politics. I get passionate about not being passionate about politics. So I I don't think it's easy for me to get like really hyped up and aggressive on a first date unless someone says something like, you know, um, the comedians. 
not even about comedians, but like Seinfeld. something that I think, yeah, like literally, like I don't think Seinfeld's funny. That is the one thing where I would, my smile would disappear. And if I would someone challenge. said that. Yeah. And actually the guy that I have never said this on the podcast, but the guy that I'd been chasing for seven months didn't like Seinfeld. What? Then why are you chasing Exactly. Him? And I knew if I said that, people would be like, what are you doing? Seriously? And so I knew foundation wise, we probably would never work out anyway. Really? Yeah. That's he, it for you. The guy doesn't like Seinfeld. Well, obviously not. He keeps chasing him. Well, this one guy, cause, <laughs> I don't know what his... Maybe he wanted to start liking Seinfeld. He does watch this I episode. don't know. I, it's almost like I forgot I even liked Seinfeld. I liked him so much, which was weird. Really? Yeah. But other than that... See, he being was a, a challenge works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like he was like, you know, he's like, I just thought it was cheesy with the laugh track. He's like, I get the jokes are funny, but it was just never my thing. The and laugh like, track. He doesn't like any other sitcom? I said, well, yeah, that's he must just, be young then if I, he hasn't heard Well, that's what I was like. That's Cheers. You've never watched any other sitcom? He's like, no, I've never really... And I don't love sitcoms either, but like Seinfeld was the one that could get away with the laugh track because... It was a funny freaking show. Yeah. It wasn't like fake laughs. Like that was actually when you would laugh in the show. But anyway, I really just don't have too many things that would really get me super heated up. And I just don't bring those things up anyway, mm-hmm. except Seinfeld. I will bring that up. Yeah. And uh, the whole thing too, you gotta be very careful because when you start getting into challenging, you can get to a point where it could get heated. So you don't want to be maybe doing it too much. You don't want to be maybe doing it on intense topics. Yeah. I'm talking about also right now when you first meet a girl. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that can go from, ooh, I'm, I'm challenging her and that's going to help build attraction to the attraction well, just dies because it gets to a heated point. I'm actually right. thinking back now on a lot of my first dates and I'm going, oh my, and I'm thinking in my head, like, am I the most wishwashy person ever? Because I've not had like debates on my first dates. But, <laughs> but I am kind of realizing that what I've, what I do on first dates is I talk more about us as people, less about what our thoughts are on certain things. So like, I like to know the history, like what's your family like, what, you know, what was your last relationship like? What, you know, I don't get, I don't find those, those things to be attractive. Like those, I guess I, I want to feel a person first before I would even get to a point where we'd have these more intense conversations. Right. So I think just getting to know someone like inside is more important and that's where you should start. But that's in also a light where, way, where the but in a fun light way. Can come into play because exactly. that does show that light side of, of them. That shows like who they are as a person. That they exactly the points that were in that article that they can not take life so seriously. They can joke around. They can banter. They can have fun. They can create attraction and just be light and enjoyable. And yeah. to be honest, on a first date or even continuously throughout a relationship, you want to see that side in somebody. It's the oh yeah, the you definitely side. Do. Yeah, it's the sign that they're alive. The yes. fact that they can laugh at life and not take things so seriously. But I will say that there are certain women out there who do take things very seriously and there are certain men who take things very seriously and they can also connect on that point. But if you can inject a little bit of playful teasing into those two personalities, it would make it. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you guys are arguing about abortion, about abortion, just bring in like a little fetus and be like, see, that's the good. I mean, that's sexy. Yeah. That's the playful teasing. I I think that also we're going into the intense topics of abortion (laughs) and politics. Like, there's there are, different ways. Yeah, there's Even like, I like pretty women. Oh my God, you're such a girl. Like, yeah. things like that. That's or she, not or she's like, she's like, oh, like, you know, I'm really into music. So I'm going to ask you what kind of music right. she listens to. And she's like, oh, I love country music. I'm like, listen, if you ever play Dixie Chicks in front of me, I'm going to turn it off immediately you and know play what? some even better music. You know, so the obviously Dixie it's Chicks disagreeing, but it's fine. See, now I could get started because the Dixie Chicks are amazing. Right. <laughs> but see, they, look how that sparked a conversation It sparked a conversation more than, oh, I like them too. See, yes, and this right. is like where the debate would go. And I'm not a country music fan, but I think people put country music aside the way people put cats aside. 
It's like, no, no, no. Cats are freaking amazing. Country music's amazing. You just think because the culture has told you cats are weird and country music's bad that you can't like it. Well, apparently and that's country where music is like the number one style of music. And then I would country. tell but you, we live in LA, plenty so of country music. Not. Most of it is terrible. But then I'll come in and I'll balance it out by saying I do like bluegrass, which is like I love bluegrass, which is See, then country-ish. You can come. Yeah, this, right. this is a date right here. Mm-hmm. It's going really well. I want to get to one question from our listeners, so we're going to overanalyze. You guys ready? Let's do it. Okay. First off, I love the show. I so want to be the dick of the day because oh yeah, you're our dick of the day yeah. because I always have an insight into what you're talking about or something I can add based on my experience, and it drives me crazy that I can't jump into the conversation. So here's my issue: when trying to talk to a woman through a dating app, even with ones who reach out to me first, I always end up asking them questions only to have them answer the question, typically with a short one or two sentence explanation, and then not asking me anything else so about myself. So guys do that to me. It's not just girls doing that. Well, they're what? Asking you questions? Where they're not uh, reciprocating. So it's like you ask, where are you from? And then they'll say, Chicago. And then they don't ask where you're from. And you're like, alrighty. Right. Uh, well, I'm from New York. You know, like a lot of that happens constantly. Really? The non-reciprocating of questions. I think yeah. it's because people are probably not that interested and they were bored and they swiped and they're just kind of like yeah. on yeah. the bath and like, oh, I'll respond to this person. People are funny. They'll just do things. But even right now, really a conversation no that I'm having with someone on Tinder back and forth, he didn't ask me where I was from, but we're still having a long conversation. I know right. all about where he's from. So it's weird. It's like, why do you not want to know? Call him out on it? Oh, I, I will, and I could, and I'm the type too. Or be like, now it's your turn to ask me a question. Well, I will say that. I've yeah. literally said that before. I'm like, I'm like, this is conversation 101. I've literally said that. Like, I'm teaching you conversation 101 right now. But maybe yeah. they just don't like what you put out there. Okay, let's just listen to the full question. I always um, put a lot of thought. I, I always put a lot time. of thought and content into my messages because so many women will put in their profile. Don't send me messages with, hey, or what's up. Let me know you've read my profile. And then when women message me first, it's usually with something like, what's up, or hey. <laughs> Last September, before I had noticed that this was a pattern and thought there was an epidemic of people who didn't know how to have a proper conversation online, which is probably true. They don't know what to say. Um, I was talking to a woman and said, I hope you're not going to be this talkative if we ever meet. I'd never get a word in. See, that's the way of playfully teasing. After that, she opened up and we had a great conversation. So I asked her out. See, it's funny because most guys would not think to say that. They'd Mm -hmm. be like, "Uh, okay, you don't want to talk to me. But I like that he playfully teased because she can read back and say, oh yeah, I'm not really giving that much conversation. He's kind of calling me out. That's true. You find it funny. It breaks the ice. And then you can t- continue talking. Yeah. Um, ever since then, I've noticed that 90% of the women I talk to do the same thing. And it's not until I playfully call them out that they finally open up. Was there a Cosmo article telling women to do this or what's the deal? <laughs> no. Well, there must have been an Ask Men article about it, too, because men do it also. It's not just women. Yeah. And then he wrote, P.S. Big Band Music Rocks. Yay. love Big Band. <laughs> I can look at that. That's pretty new. Yeah. Okay. So is there an epidemic? And I think we, we touched on it in responding that a lot of people don't know how to well have conversation and some people are not triggered to respond think, by what you put out there at yeah. first the, and i do make that joke as yeah. someone consistently on these apps constantly yes. all the time the epidemic is there are too many options yeah. and so what happens exactly. is like if i scroll through the amount of matches and conversations that have been half started on my phone right now it would be insane it's ridiculous and i'm doing the half responses and guys are also and it's because we literally have like 40 people waiting in conversation to talk to and then you realize that one person wasn't that interesting so you're not going to respond it's not i don't think it's that people don't know how to have conversation i think it's just an over yeah 
saturation too of much. conversation. It's too, too much, much food. Price. It's yeah. way right. too much food. It's a huge buffet, and it's it's hard to choose. Yeah. When and some of it's pizza, and some of it's broccoli. Which is like, why you have to say something like that guy said to stick out. Because we're saying the same things of where you're from, and what do you do, and how's the app going for you, and all the typical stuff. It's just like, blah, 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 blah. You would not have your 20% tip. At that point. Exactly. Some guy just wrote, super cute guy. He, I said something funny to him. He wrote back like, ha ha. Hi, how are you? I just checked out. Yeah. That's so uninteresting to me. You're not triggering anything within me. And then he sent. It's, it's, it's having you do all the work. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to say things that are going to make them do all the work. You got to explain how you are and why you right. are. And why do you want to talk about that? Right. You, you don't. don't even want the real answer. I would love to give you the real answer. You don't even want it. So I'm going to close the app and not respond to you. Right. But then he sent me a picture yesterday of like, this was like five days later because I hadn't responded. So he's doing it. I'm making him work a little bit and I'll respond to the picture because right. it was funny, but you, ha- you can't just have this like blah, 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 blah conversation that any other mute could have. And they can't even talk. Which is a really good point. So actually let me put this question out there. Um, cause it, it adds on to this question asked by, I think it was Eddie. And then also to our conversation today, how do you learn? how to playfully tease so that you don't screw up and say big bird to somebody. Like how do you probably have to make mistakes? Like, like Chip did. You do. You definitely do. Well, I mean, if there's, you got, there's a filter. Okay. So there's a filter in your own head. If you think that what you're about to say could offend the person, don't say it. I would, I would go that far. Okay. Okay. Um, if it's something that you could say to, um, I say this like, okay. One of my favorite teases is calling a girl a dork. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. such a dork. You're such a nerd. That's that, a safe, good, easy beginner tease that I think guys yes, can start with. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. You should, you know, and that's the filter in your head. You know that if you call someone a dork or a nerd, like no one is going to legit be like, why would you say that? To right. I am so offended for the group of nerds everywhere. <laughs> right. I'm going to write to their club and right. we're going to make you apologize. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and also I think that we, speaking of filters, we have our own filters inside of us that prevent us from saying, I think we're thinking things all the time yeah. and we're just stopping ourselves. So you got to loose. It's, it's a very tough balance. It's, it's actually very hard to teach. You got to let loose a little bit and say things, but also before you say it, just think about it and if you think it's going to offend them, don't say it. And if you're like, no, this is not offensive. And if they become offended by this, that'd be ridiculous. Right. Then we're not a match. Then you say it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think a safe place is that's why I love improvisation classes. Cause that's where I feel like I developed my wit. Sure. And you can push the boundaries yeah. there where people are like, eh, that was too far or that's not enough. And they'll give you actual feedback on it in an improvisation class or that right. didn't resonate or that didn't click with me. Or you may find that funny, but the whole audience isn't finding that funny. So you, you can play around with your sense of humor. I want to end this because I know Kristen has to go, but is there one, one person that people could watch and try to emulate to sort of learn this skill? Cause you know, like sometimes you listen to comedians, you can try and learn their cadence and their style for delivery of jokes. Are there, is there a person who does this really well that you can think of mm. that a character on a show? Um, I mean, I, of course, I'm just going to say, watch Seinfeld, watch the way they talk and interact with each other, not on dates. I mean, they, they have they, they general, give each other shit all the they, time. It's yeah. all they do. And it's, Good hearted, it's fun, but it's real and honest. And yeah. that's I think that's where I developed my sense of humor. Really? That that and my dad. My dad would just pick on <laughs> What's the one Seinfeld line where um it's Jerry and George are sitting there and George is like, I hate birthdays, like like you know, you know what is he saying? They're a birthday killer. Uh something about like um, like, no, this is exactly yeah. what <laughs> he says. Oh, I'm forgetting the line, now I'm butchering it. But uh, George no. is like something about like 
Like, you know who your friends are. Like, I always hate everyone who comes to my birthday. And Jerry goes, every day is my birthday. Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. Because he's annoyed because they're always around him. Right, exactly. exactly. And that's a good way to be sarcastic, but sincere. And, and like, not mean, but, like, you're picking on your friend. But, of course, he wants George around. They're together all the time. Right. But obviously a joke. It's obviously a joke, but also there's some truth to it. Okay. Yeah. So but start yeah. watching Seinfeld, yeah. take an improvisation class, and you will become a master at <laughs> teasing. So I want people to find out more about you. You can listen to Tripp's wonderful podcast, talking with How to Talk to Girls. How to Talk to Girls. Can't forget that one. That's How to easy. Talk to Girls. Yes. Apparently he records it in his underwear, so it's a great show. Sure. Um, and then also, uh, Tripp has some great information to give to people as well on a monthly yes. basis. Yes. Right? So I have a program. It's okay. called hooked okay. and basically teaches guys how to get girls hooked on them Ooh, so if you're I looking for that. a girlfriend and you want something uh, where the girl is very attracted to you and you don't know what to do and you never talked to a girl well this is a complete system step by step that teaches guys from the very beginning of how to approach and start the conversation all the way to the point where the girl's like i can't get enough of I this love guy it. you always have girlfriends so it works obviously it works in multiple well. different cities you're trying it in different you know, markets yes. and it works. So if you want to find out more about hooked, go to winggirlmethod.com slash hooked and find out more about it. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. If you want to write in questions for Overanalyze This, please send them to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. You guys are awesome. We will see you next week.